What's up guys, it's your girl Gladys Acevedo and you are listening to Just Go With The Flow. All right now, I'm not sure if you guys are ready, but here it goes. As I mentioned, I had quite a few more characters to share with you. The next batch, mm. The next batch of characters, I'm a little embarrassed to admit that I even tolerated, dealt with the kind of bullshit I'm about to admit to you guys. But I'm more than happy to prevent others from making the same stupid ass decisions I made. Yes, I can admit, although I suggest not to make the same stupid ass decisions. Got it? Good. The next person uh, is the Mary guy. What would you guys think about the married guy? You know, loyal, honest, committed, loving, um, trusting, pretty much all the above. Otherwise, why would he be the married guy, right? That's what married guy is, is identified. Married women too, that's what they're identified. Clearly, they're married because someone truly want to be with them and them only. If there's a different result out of it, that's that's your relationship. I personally do not share like personal issues with this type. Uh, I have seen, like I've never been married, but being in a relationship for over 15 years, I can relate somewhat, you know, because it's literally one person for that amount of time and that's the person you know. That's 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 the person I know. Like it was just that one person. No no other nobody was introduced, let's just say that. There was no introduction with another person, him or her. No. Nothing. So I absolutely can relate to the married guy. Uh, I have a sense of belief that based on what I've seen with others, what I've experienced. I'm positive, okay, that that can be a killer. Uh, yes, I am exaggerating. I am. I'm going to exaggerate it to the fullest because this is this is a person that you're dedicating yourself to. And if they're being deceitful, I can only, I can only imagine how life-changing it could be. Receiving any kind of like deceitfulness or lies or cheating, that hurts, man. That fucking hurts that kind of deceit in a relationship when you know when I was in my relationship that long committed I didn't experience cheating you know I didn't experience that uh so I can't relate to that maybe lies here and there sure uh, do I like it no I don't like it uh, I can't even say that I was always honest all the time I mean, white lies, little lies, big lies. Their lies are lies. Deceitfulness or being deceit. I know that how I want to be treated, that's how I treat others. The way I expect to be treated. When it comes to marriage, that's a big deal. I don't take it lightly. That's a big step. You are telling yourself that you want to be with one person and one person only. You're D4L, and that's it. Like, you don't have eye candy. Your head is not turning. You don't care to meet and get to know others other than friend zone. 
You know, that's that's what it is. It's spending um, eternal life together and growing and loving each other for like flaws um, and everything about them that makes you laugh, everything about them that helps you be a better person. That's how I see like you work with each other and you do everything that benefits the both of you. In all, in all, uh, if you are having a bad experience, seriously, I would have to say uh, be strong, really, really. Just, you know, I know I'm just like exaggerating this, but yeah, be strong and eventually your dedication will find you and more. Like, destiny is going to find you. You don't have to look. Just be strong. Um, that's how I see it. And don't deal with anything less. So that was just a little piece of advice. You can take it. You can leave it. Uh, notice that I'm just going to, you know, describe these type of people, like characters. Um, and then the solution is kind of like giving advice, you know, um, based on what I've experienced, based on what I've seen, based on what I've learned from others and all kind of uh, people that have their own experience. So next we have the mama's boy. Okay, this one kind of makes me laugh. This one was terrible. This one's terrible. This one, okay, so I'm not going to go into detail when it comes to the mama's boy because I, I don't know how to explain it. It kind of disgusts me only because my experience was like, it was disgusting. It was like, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Okay. It's embarrassing when you have a relationship with your partner and then you have a, like, and you think it's good. Then, you know, your person has a good relationship with that mom. Excellent. Like I'm not against it. In fact, I love it. I encourage it. That's important. That's important. I feel like when a man is close to his mother and he loves her and appreciates her and shows her, like, look, mom, you are number one in my life. Like, and that it'll always be like that. And he and he treats her like the woman that she is. And he shows her that appreciation for, you know, making him and helping him be the man that he is you know, till that day. That's good because that's, there's nothing like it. When they have a good relationship, it gets, it lets me see, it lets me see that, damn, if he can treat his mom like that, he can treat me like that too. Most likely she showed him that. Most likely she's the one that, you know, taught him to be that kind of man, to be a gentleman, to be a respectful man, to be a good listener, to, you know, however it is that she raised him. So, and, and that's a plus. That's a plus. I always look into those little things and I take that into consideration because it's a big deal. It's going to be part of the relationship that you have um, with this quote unquote mama's boy. But from my experience, there could be a little tribulation there, you know, <laughs> tribulation. I want to start off with grow the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry grow up and be a fucking man. I'm not talking about a young boy who 
consistently is going to his mom to cry. I, I'm not talking about that. No, I, I'm talking about the phase that refers to a grown man to be a mama's boy, right? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, now that we're clear. Yep. Call it mama's man. <laughs> Call it mama's man. Anyways, we already know what I'm talking about. Define it. I, I define like the mama's boy as like too attached to the extent they cannot independently like live, behave, or make any decisions on their own. In fact, everything they do is based on their moms, like telling them what they should and shouldn't do, how they should act, how they should behave. That's okay in my opinion, but to an extent. It's one thing to be a mama's boy and like talk to mom every day and things like that, but it can become really excessive. I have not experienced it excessively with, you know, 10 calls throughout the day, uh, calling on a date and no, no, no. I I think you guys know where I'm getting at and I'm not going to get into crazy detail because I didn't experience that. I didn't experience that. I don't want to. Uh, Good luck to those who are out there. They experience that kind of mama's boy because, ew, no, that's, I'm sorry. That's too much. They grow the fuck up. Are you in a relationship with your mom or you're in a relationship with a person? There's no way you have that much fucking time in a day. What are you even doing? (laughs) What do you even do? Do you work? You have, you really have that all that time just to like, never mind. Never mind. Like I said. So, I mean, they always need to have some kind of approval from their mom. You know what I noticed when somebody, when a man is identified as a mama's boy they'll joke about it like that you know his friends or whatever family they'll joke about it and say then it makes him look weak because he only acts on his mom what his mom tells him right i mean that's like the inside joke i guess but um i don't i don't see it as looking weak i, I don't see it as looking weak and for a man to take offense to like little jokes like that that's fine. Just it, it's not it's not about that. It's about a good relationship that you have with your mom. Cheers to that. Seriously, I'm drinking coffee right now. Having that good relationship with your mom is always a plus. Always condone it. Always, always, always. But just not excessive, man. Not excessive. Um, my experience is more. I mean, it's excessive, but I guess it depends on like what the issue was. I mean, I experienced all the above. You know, like pretty much like a little bit of everything that I said and it's literally a little bit so that's why I call it excessive because it's like a little bit of this a little bit of that I think the worst part is when the mom literally enables his behavior to continue his immaturity when when a mom is doing that she's like encouraging him to be like a little kid and encouraging him act stupid get in trouble you know you know, do the worst things that they can possibly do, even if they're, even if they're like disciplining them. Oh, you shouldn't do that. But you know, you're my son, no matter what, I have your back. That's enabling. You don't do that. So moms that are out there, be a, don't do that. Don't do that. Cause that's not the way to raise and to, how do I even say it? How do I even say it? That is not a way to show your son that it's okay. Even if he does wrong, I got your back. Yes, clearly, we know this. You are mom. No matter what, you're going to have your kids back, especially a mom who cares. I I mean, I have kids. And, you know, as a mom, I can relate. I'm, 
I don't, I have my kids back no matter what. So I get that. But as a grown man, this is a fucking grown man. You should not be enabling your son, AKA grown ass man to be doing some dumb shit out there. I got your back. That's dumb as fuck. And, and I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be full with, like forward with you. I experienced that shit. Like being lied to, being cheated on, and then having your son's back like the whole time. Like that's fucking ridiculousness. That's what the fuck that is. I'm not dealing with shit like that. I experienced it. I don't want it. You want to enable your son to do that? That's shitty. From my experience, you don't do shit like that. If you experience this um, from a man or woman, when you know what the fuck I'm whether you are a man or a woman, then you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Not only does it cause relationship issues, but it also causes like barriers between you and him. It feels like you're having a three-way relationship, not a two-way relationship. It causes awkwardness between you and your partner. The, the communication between the both of you, it's never going to be 100%. The communication between you two is never 100%. Potentially fading a bond you guys have temporarily and even permanent. So if it doesn't, if there is no change in that three-way communication, then the bond that you have or are trying to have, it's not going to get better. It's just going to cause confliction because it's you, it's him. Or it's him, her, and another person. It's the mom. And if it's excessively done, then he's not making decisions for himself. In fact, she's the one that's making decisions for you guys. Mm -mm, that's that's not what that is. That's that's a little that's a little OD. You don't you don't want to be in that. I say this is what this is like the solution that I'm gonna come up with. Identify what it is. Um, her place is in, in the relationship that you guys have. So if she has a good standing place um, and represents herself as she should, then yes. Um, why not respect the fact that um, the mom has a saying? That's fine. If she enables everything and makes decisions um, for him and that's how that's how he moves, then it's not gonna work. That's it for the mom's boy, man. That's it for the mom's boy. I ain't got shit to say. Here comes the. Can you guess who? Can you guess who though? Here comes the flirt. <laughs> so I've noticed. Man, flirt. When I think about the flirt, guys, um, it makes me cheesy because, you know, I like to flirt. Flirting is fun. Flirting, is, it comes in like communication, um, some body language. There's a lot going on with some flirting. Now, depends, I guess, how you do it, who you do it with. Now, if you're with a person that's very flirty, especially with others um, aside from you, Mm, not a good look. It doesn't. No, it's not cool. But I, I personally love the flirting. I do. I like to see that, that form of love language, cause it's fun. It's so fun. 
like especially with your your person like your partner it can be spontaneous it can be like little butterflies in your stomach <laughs> those are little things that i look forward to i noticed um they show tendencies of like the hunter they show tendencies of like the player playa the language shows through spoken, written, communication. Let's not forget, again, I already said it, it's, it's a lot of body language going on. That's not the complicated part because that's how we communicate, period. Like that's, that's how we communicate. We, we communicate with the way we're moving, the way we're talking, whether it's flirting or not. But in the flirting part, you'll get like a vibe of intimacy, a social vibe of like playfulness yet sexual with or without like a physical touch you know that's how i that's how i'm i like i'm that's exactly how i'm imagining so like stay on track of me because that's how i imagine it when it's you and your partner it feels like it feels amusing and you guys are entertained by their presence and you want to spend more time with each other so that's like that's the kind of flirt that i like to be in i don't necessarily sit there and just flirt with like whole bunch of people it's not my type of fun it's not something that entertains me i i don't find that entertaining if i'm flirting it's because i'm i truly am interested in you i'm not i'm taking you into consideration of most of my time when i'm not busy like working or doing something else then it, i'm taking you serious it's not just like a regular flirt you say hi no 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 that's not how it is i'll tell you one thing um, it sure in the fuck's not a good feeling when your person is doing all this with another person. I know that for sure. I witnessed it, didn't like it. <clears throat> I approached it respectfully. <laughs> Actually, I take that back, not respectfully. When I experienced this, I literally, I mean, I just walked up into the bar, argued with him, and I gave him the same respect he gave me. I mean, no, he didn't pop off my hat obnoxious. I did that. So if I'm going to walk into a bar and you're talking to a chick and we official in a relationship, um, yeah, you got me fucked up because I'm definitely going to confront it. You know, it's not even about the other person that they're talking to because I really don't give a fuck who they're talking to. I'd rather just confront him and that's it. So what I did was I pretty much went up to him and told him exactly how I felt about what he is doing right then and there. And I let him know you're being disrespectful. He, you know, chuckled it off because he was embarrassed. And, you know, he started acting like he didn't know what the hell I was talking about. You know, to get his attention, I smacked his, his hat off. And I told him, don't fucking disrespect me like that because you wouldn't like it if I did it to you. You wouldn't like it if you came into a bar and you see me talking to a guy and I didn't even approach him. Most likely the guys approach me. So if I'm talking to somebody, clearly it's because they approach me. Whether it's a question or however they start the conversation, um, you still wouldn't like it. But when you coming off flirtatious and you're doing sneaky shit, mm -mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, that was my experience, I'm just going to say. And so, like I said, it's not good feeling shit. Um, if you witness this fuck shit, confront it. Don't make accusations. Don't do not do it because, I mean, you look like a fool. Whatever you do, handle it the way you expect to be treated. You know, because I know that if I disrespect 
you know, my man, I'm in a relationship. If I disrespect him, which will never happen because that's not my status. But if I disrespect him, I don't expect him to just lay back and just watch me act, you know, and disrespect him. I don't. I expect him to come up to my face and be like, what you're doing is fucking up. Like, what you're doing is I'm not tolerating it. Like, he's not going to deal with it. And that's fine. Like, that's how it should be handled. Or, you know, let's go and talk. You know, I don't I don't appreciate the way you're doing this, how you're handling yourself, however it is, whatever it is that you said, whatever it is that you're doing, you know, that's how you approach it because you know that's how you want to be approached. I mean, I know that is an example of the exact opposite of how I handled it, but my situation, if it's it's if you hear the all the detail, if you hear all the detail, you're gonna see like you're not gonna deal with that shit either. I should have explained the story a little bit more, but I'm not because I just know that this person, I, I tolerated a lot, a lot of cheating, a lot of lying. So best to believe, you know, I didn't appreciate when I seen when I walked in, you know, hold yourself up and make that, make that weakness your strength. That's all I got to say. On to the next, on to the next. There are more types, all right? There are more types, and I can get into more stories, more reasons good girls become bad bitches, guys. I'm telling you. Next one up is your bad boys. It's your bad boys. Who does not know what a bad boy is? Once again, I'm not talking about a boy. I'm talking about a man um, that is considered a bad boy. That's what I'm talking about, bad boy. How would I identify a bad boy? Let me see. Bad boy. Bad boy, bad boy. They don't really show signs of commitment in a relationship. That's how I see it. So like I said, they don't show commitment in the relationship. I notice that the bad boys come off rebellious. They are rebellious. The way they think and the way they act comes off different. Not in a way that usual um what we call like quote unquote normal or approved you know like when when normal like how we're supposed to behave in society how we're supposed to act we're not supposed to do certain things so if like you're rebellious uh, for example we clearly are supposed to stop at a red light if you don't stop at a red light and you keep on going because you know there's no camera there, but you do it anyways, you know, that's coming off like as rebellious because you're not necessarily like following rules, et cetera, et cetera. It's not normal. It's not approved. Um, it's not right. Um, so I feel like when it comes to like bad boys, it's it's something similar to that. <laughs> they have like uh they come off like super, super, super confident. They come like um, they kind of like take the lead very, very well. I, I, at least from my experience, they take the lead very well, uh, very confidently. And not only that, I feel like they lead by example too. You know, whether it's good or bad, I mean, it could be a, in a rebellious way or like being a bad influence. However, they do come off. These bad boys are very influential and they set by example. It's up to you how you take it. It's up to you how you take it. Because these bad boys, they're really focused on one thing and one thing only. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily about themselves. I don't see that they're bad boys are like, 
selfish? No, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't see that uh, because they do care. You know, they care. Uh, what they care about is probably just a little bit different. Maybe their priorities are just a little bit different than other people. But I can't say that they wouldn't care because they're regular people. Like we're, they're, it's a regular person just like you, just like me. They just have different um, walk of life. They have a different walk of life. And that's why they come off as bad boys, bad girls. So I think that's it when it comes to the bad boys, man. Uh, <laughs> can you Can you think of like the next? I have the next person for you. This person is um, party like a rock, party like a rock star. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the party guy, the party guy, relationships with them. Let's see. Party guy can be absolutely um, fun, like fun, 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 fun. I mean, when you are around the party guy, cool. Like everybody knows who they are. Um, they they come off popular-ish. So again, they're social. You know, I feel like if you're in a relationship, the relationship has to be mutual because this kind of person likes to be in a lot of sociable activities, you know, events, birthdays, you know, however, just parties and shit like that. You already know this can lead to like, you know, when you're, when you out partying, alcohol, drugs, I'm talking about like at the extent that it's OD, you know, like all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, put your limits on it because um, it can be really, really excessive, um, that kind of partying. So if you guys are not on the same page, like the same vibe, in my opinion, it won't work. You guys are at different levels. And sometimes that's what it is. Some people, you know, they still want to have you become a bad bitch or he becomes a bad boy. And and it's just not going to work. It's not going to work because um, you're holding on to something that's not working. Um, now, if you're going to be like friends and that's your kind of vibe and you're doing it all the time and however you don't, if you don't, however, at least it still works with you guys being friends. I feel like actually that's that's pretty much the like when it comes to the party guy, let it be mutual. Let it be mutual. If it's not mutual, then you guys are on different um, scales and um, there won't be no balance there. If there's no balance, then obviously, you know, one will outweigh the other. It would conflict. So I think I'm a little past halfway when it comes to my list of uh, people that makes a good girl become a bad bitch. Uh, next is your workaholic. When it comes to uh, this list that I have, I truly have some experience or a lot of experience. This one's like barely. And I question this kind of person because I've never full-blown experienced this type. Therefore, um, actually, however, I do understand that they can be too dedicated to work 
uh, than anything else or anyone else for that matter dating this type of person can be like a little shaky because it causes like lack of security lack of communication lacking overall because of all the effort put into work like the work world they don't have too much attention at home it's a con because like you know there's no time some people say that they feel like when they're with that they don't they don't have attention um they don't know what's really going on at home they don't know what's going on with their kids or they're not they don't know what's going on with their wife or things like that so they kind of lack knowledge and everything else they're not they lack awareness for everything else around them and if they do know and they 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 have some awareness it's not much it's only what's been told to them or what they see when they are around you know so um again like it lacks security because nobody feels like they're with each other it's best to speak on some rules that mutually agree and understand. So like it, I think it's best when if you're feeling that way and you're with that kind of person, allow yourself to speak. Allow yourself to say like, "Look, I I know work's important. I know you love and I know I know you love work and or love what you do. However it is, whatever the scenario is when it comes to their work ethic, and it seems a little excessive, try to speak on it. It helps both of you and you can decide whether or not it's gonna work. You wanna be able to see eye to eye. You want them to see um, what you're feeling, see what's going, what's really happening. Again, otherwise they're not aware. I think it's important that that is done. It may or may not work. I'm gonna go with the next person now. The next person, this character of a person, <laughs> I definitely experienced, <laughs> all right? Okay, so I experienced this type of person, but I experienced this type of person with a few other characters that I have already told you about. The broke guy. <laughs> yes, little old me, little old me actually dealt with the broke guy before yes i did um where do i start with this person this person uh, i mean it's clear in the name alone it's clear in the name alone he's broke and never has money like <laughs> her too her too we're gonna go her too so y'all don't feel like this is all about guys but the episode clearly says why do good girls become bad bitches and if you want to reverse that go ahead why do why do good boys become, you know, bad boys or motherfuckers or however you want to title it? Good girls become bad bitches. Be careful when starting to date this type of person. If financial stability are one of your standards, then they don't meet. Have your back. Okay, so I mean, you'll notice the signs when you're going out together. Notice that you're you're paying for everything. He doesn't have a job. And if he does, it's not the only job. Sometimes a job or other jobs are more like sideline activities. They're not really reliable. Um, even if he does have money, let's say he does have money to spend. The money that he has, he's not going to spend it on you because he's tending to spend anything. If anything, he'd be like, 
with the expectation that you are actually going to pay for anything. That's sad because I even laughed at myself when I said I was, I, I experienced this person and that, that <laughs> what I am so sad about that. Even if he does have money to spend, he's too stingy to spend it. So I personally seen and experienced this myself and stability overall, they lack stability. They lack, they lack stability. That's another thing I noticed that because like clearly they don't, they're not financially stable. So they're, they're, what, what money are they going to have to afford a place to stay? Right. That's one of the reasons why. And I've seen it because even the place that they lay their head on is unstable. They live in their mom's, you know, they live in their brother's house. Next day, they're at their sister's house. And all of a sudden, you go into a friend's house. You there's, you never know where they're at. And I'm not saying like you have to know where they're at. That's, that's not the point of this. The point is like that's an unstable person. It's an unstable lifestyle. Like it'll be really hard well, it's, it'll just be challenging. It'll just be challenging. It would be challenging to get a form of stability. Clearly, because their finances don't allow them to be able to just settle in one place. So that's why I say, like, it has nothing to do with whether or not they're at the mom's brother's. No, family is family. It's the inconsistency that's behind it. You really never know where they're going to stay. And and that person doesn't even know where they're going to stay. They have no clue where they're going to lay their head at. They kind of just like live it day by day. If they're at their friend's house, boom, you know, at their friend's house. When it came to like this broke person that I was with, um, he was like that. I mean, getting a job was was easy for him. He in and out of jobs, honestly, he could get any fucking job, not necessarily any, but he knew people, you know, he had connects, he had like resources and shit. He was a very sociable person. So getting a job was not the issue. Um, how long was staying a job? It was pretty much the, the question because he didn't stay long. He was there maybe two months tops, tops. And the only reason why he lasted that long is because, you know, they kept giving him chances or, you know, he was able to get a lot of points before he was terminated. <laughs> and even when he did work, he used to tell me stories like he used to tell me how like him and his friend, like his friend would sleep on the job and then he would do little to nothing kind of work. Uh, when they didn't, when people weren't looking, you know, he didn't do much. So I felt like, he likes to he likes to work uh, kind of like smarter, not harder. If he feels like he's overworked, he's gonna find a way to like put a shortcut in that shit. It it's it's real strategic, and I noticed that he did that because he told me these things, and that and it's kind of funny. So it's like it's not like he didn't do no work. So I can't say lazy because he wasn't lazy. It was not lazy. It was just. And actually, you know what it is? It's just not the type of work for him. He knew how to do it. He got the job. He did what he had to do. And he just didn't stay long. That's it. He didn't stay long. So that that right there, it you know, that creates financial um, instability. Therefore, it equals to being unstable when you don't have a, a place to stay. 
So when I knew him and I met him, I met him and every time I picked him up, he was in one main spot for the most part and that was at his friend's house. Other times it was literally like his female cousin, his mom, his sister, like, you know, his friend's house, another friend's house, a, a guy cousin. He was he was just somewhere else. And he I, he even knew that. He used to stay with me after we started getting serious. But in the beginning, that's not how it was. It was like, and then he didn't even drive, you know? So like, what does that tell you? He didn't have a car. He didn't have a place. He literally had his phone and that's it. And then even with that, I noticed um, he was always leaving something at somebody's house. If he was at this, let's say he was at his cousin's house the night before, you know, he left his wallet there. So we would go back to pick up his wallet. That's just an example, which happened before, which happened. Or, you know, like his glasses or a shirt, uh, something, something. He has a pair of sneakers at his mom's house. So he has, you know, an outfit or a suit that's in his sister's basement, just something like that. And and that right there, that tells you a lot because you can't go to his apartment and say like, oh, I have this, this, and this, everything's in one spot. No, literally all his stuff was, it was, it was cluttered everywhere from place to place, house to house, friend to friend, uh, family, family, you know, it was, it was pretty much everywhere. So it, it was challenging. It was challenging because that's the lifestyle that he had. And I definitely was not used to it. Um, It's not my forte. I mean, with everything being said, honestly, it's up to you as to how you come up with a solution. If you want to be with that person, it, it's really not about their finances because you make a person, the person makes you. I've been in a relationship long enough in the past to know what it is for growth, especially I know what it is to struggle. I know what it is. I, I you know, I know what that is. And there's all different walks of life or all different types of struggles. It, it's, it has nothing to do with money, money, money. Like, I can't say that I can't get that because if I wanted that, I can get that shit. I can get that from, you know, all kind of dudes. Like, I can get money. That It's just not me. It's not me. I prefer to do things a different way. I know, I know what I want. I know what I want. I prefer to find something that I want, that I really am interested in. I don't give a fuck about, you know, like whether or not they have money. I mean, I do, but that's not like the main thing. They care about you. You care about them. They can be bigger than you, you know, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing because you guys come up together, you know, it's like that's a, that's real. You know, that's real. It could be a real thing, but I mean, you want to see through that and you want to, you want to see that that's real. I'm not saying they're bad, but realistically issues will arise. If you if it's not spoken about, then you're not on the same page. You're not going to be on the same page. I, I feel like that would be the solution. Like, the solution would be figure out how to come up with a solution. No, nah, no, I'm fucking with you. Actually, no, nah, the solution is um, see if there's growth there. Like, can you find growth? I'm not saying like he can't be financially stable. He can't have any kind of stability. He absolutely can. And so can she, however it works for you. If you feel like they want to live that style and there's no working on that, then peace out. You know, that's the manipulator brings good memories, bad memories, uh, personally, because I, again, I have experienced this person uh, firsthand. 
just as the next ones, you know, that I'm about to talk about, they have its ups and downs. Like I said, it's good, bad. I've noticed they don't have confidence in others at all. They make you like doubt yourself and make you lose confidence in yourself. Oddly, um, it makes it makes them feel good about themselves as if they have some kind of like power over you. That was one of the realizations that I came to when I was going through um, this experience. So just be careful. Another thing I experienced with uh, the manipulator shit, be careful about being too kind uh, because that can be bad. <laughs> Because if you're, if you're being, I, I say this because I noticed that like when you are kind to them, that's a bad thing because they will, and let me repeat myself, they will take advantage of your kindness. So you may notice this the hard way when you need them, no favor will be given. And if you help them because you are kind and you want to even... And, and you just want to help them just because um, just because you want to without them even asking, then you've been fooled. Then you've been fooled and manipulated. That's that's how you know you've been fooled and manipulated. When they're just when you're just doing things out of the kindness of your heart and they don't show any initiative that they care or appreciate, yeah, they're just gonna keep on doing it. I hate to say this, but they like to spread false information. I experienced that too. They spread false information. They do this because they have this need to manipulate people to think the same way they do. Like They have to persuade you to think the way they do. And if you don't think the way they do, you're dumb in their eyes. You make no sense to them. Because you're not following them. And that right there is ignorant. Taking the blame for anything, and I mean anything, they won't. They won't. Instead, they're more likely to like point any blame onto others, um, not themselves. Any anyone but themselves. In fact, in fact, you know what I've seen? <laughs> they make themselves, they make themselves to be the victim. Again, using their manipulation. That's just the way, that's just the way they are. I don't see what the purpose is. The question is like, who is the problem? Who is the problem? When they're doing these, those, those three things, like who is the problem? Make sure you get this answer right. It's you or someone else because it's not them. That's just the way it is. It, it's you, not them. Duh. <laughs> If you don't see it that way, again, you're dumb. And that's exactly what was said. Firsthand, I've experienced this myself. It was on really, really bad episodes. Um, I was put down. I was made to feel embarrassed. I was made to doubt myself. I didn't have any confidence. And I always questioned, like, what is going on? But then I realized, like, there was more behind the scenes that I didn't know of. And I did realize also that their opinion, if you didn't follow their opinion or what they said, they make you question everything. I felt like, what the, do I, what I'm doing, is it right? Um, what I'm saying, is it right? 
there's other ways of noticing that you're socializing yourself with a manipulating person. But shit, be aware that they are good, so good at hiding their manipulating traits. Oh man, this can be so exhausting. While you're trying to show that you are not the person they convince others that you are, you are burning all your patience, all the patience, all the patience you have as an individual. Um, I mean, that they always... They're always working on the consequence of their manipulating actions. So like everything they manipulate others to do, they're working on like the result. It's like they already know what is expected as a result. They're preparing for the next manipulation. I hope that makes sense because that's exactly how they are. To end this, stop wasting your time with this person. Just stop. Let it be the first time you ever quit because... I'm telling you, it's not worth it. I don't I don't really have a solution. Actually, no, the solution is to just stop. Seriously, stop because you're saving yourself. Stop because you're wasting your time. Stop because it's a good thing for you that benefits you because they are going to continue. So stop. The next, let's see, uh, the controller. The controller is the, is the next person. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get too excited about this one. All I have to do, all I have to say is ew, 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 <laughs> is all I have to say about the controllers. Not only are they always trying to control you by always telling you what to do, they do have possessive tendencies. They're moody ass motherfuckers. They criticize, they intimidate, they create drama, shit. From my experience, they like to control who you interact with, that includes your family, your friends, and when you let it get too far, they're abusive verbally, emotionally, physically. Now they take charge of you. They take charge of your life. So ask yourself if you're comfortable with that. If not, run. <laughs> That's all I have to say. All right, guys, I am going to end it here. This is the end of this episode. I mean, that was quite a few. I told you I had some juice on these so-called characters because that's what they are. Um, that's what I've called them. That's who they are. And they know who they are because I've told them that that's exactly who they are. But yeah, I kind of described you guys, the married guy. I described the mama's boy, I described the flirt, I described the bad boy, I described the party guy, I described the workaholic, the broke guy, um, and then I gave you the manipulator and controller. So you got some juice there, some info, some details on each type of person. I'm going to end it, and we are going to go with the next episode it's um i got a few more characters for you and i hope <laughs> i hope that you get to like gain some i don't know maybe some wisdom out of it maybe a lesson out of it a lesson that you don't have to experience but yet you've learned and you say you know what mm, if you get a hint of this type of person and you know they're not your type it's a red flag and you're just like 
Yeah, I'm turning around. I'm turning the other way. I'm good. That's that's what I'm hoping that this episode does. So on to the next, guys.